Hi, welcome to Ready to Scale Season 3. I'm your host, Ellie Perlman. I'm a real estate investor, syndicator, and operator of multifamily properties. And in this season, we're going to focus on dialogues that drive success. Building real wealth is not a fairy tale nor rocket science, but there's so much to learn. So grab a cup of coffee and join me each week for in-depth conversations with successful real estate investors. Conversations that are designed to help you drive your wealth, investment, knowledge, and lifestyle to the next level. And of course, you can always go to my website, elliperlman.com, to read more about investing passively in multifamily. and welcome to another episode of High Achievers Series. I'm Ellie Perlman. I'm your host. I'm a real estate investor and a syndicator. And today I'm going to talk to you about how we at Boulay Capital use artificial intelligence when we invest in real estate and how we use that technology to make better decisions and to improve our operations. So I want to start by saying that a deal is as good as the assumptions that you're making as an investor. So when you're looking at a deal, obviously a big portion of the analysis is how historically the property was performing. And we're looking at numerous things such as the vacancy, the bad debt, which is all the delinquent rent that cannot be collected, and concessions. And we'll look at various, you know, other metrics such as income, expenses, and how they grow or not over time. And we're also not only looking at the historic 12 months of operations, but we're looking for trends. So basically, with all the metrics that I've mentioned, we're looking at how the property has been performing in the past 12 months, nine months, six months, three months, and one month to see if there's any trend you know, if, for instance, occupancy is improving or bad debt is beginning to get in much worse. So we want to see the trends. So that's only one part of it. But when it comes to making an informed decision, whether this is a good investment or not, you also need to run some numbers and look at the future performa, how the property is going to perform once you close on the deal and once you basically start managing the deal. And again, we're making decisions about the vacancies, the bad debt, the concessions, the premiums that we can charge, the rent growth, all those things are basically we're making assumptions. And this is part of the underwriting model. And once you make those assumptions, that creates a certain yield in the model. So we can basically say, okay, this is we're looking at a deal that is a 13% IR deal or 17% IR deal, for instance. Now, the million-dollar question is, do you use feeling or you know rule of thumb or market knowledge, or do you use hard data to make those assumptions? And anyone who looked at any performance knows that you can add any number that you want, obviously, And there's a way to do it. And there's a way to make those assumptions. And sometimes the difference between 3% vacancy and 10% vacancy can make or break a deal. And so the question is, how do you make those assumptions? And this is what basically I'm going to talk about today. So 
As a former lawyer, you know, once a lawyer, always a lawyer, I'm looking for the closest thing to a fact that I can get. I also went to MIT and I got my MBA degree. And so I keep looking for hard data to support my assumptions. So I know when it comes to multifamily, many sponsors, for instance, they like to plug in 3% rent growth. It's kind of a number that is pretty much used in many syndications or 5% vacancy, or for instance, two and a half or 3% bad debt. So there's some numbers that are kind of industry standards that if you plug them in a deal, nobody is really going to question it because this is what many, many sponsors do. But when it comes to making those assumptions at Blue Lake Capital, you know, and this is my company, we basically use AI, artificial intelligence to make those assumptions. We're not using any number that we know that the industry is using or any number that we feel good about. It's always supported by data. So we're using a software that costs a lot of money, but we're using a certain software called Axiometrics and they basically have a method of looking into the market and analyzing the future-looking performance of the market. So I'm not going to get into how they've built their technology, to be honest with you. This is not my area of expertise, all the forecasting systems and advanced statistical methods. This is way beyond, you know, truly my full understanding, because this is not what I do for a living. But I know enough that this is a very, very good way of looking at data and basically disassociating yourself from the deal emotionally and say, okay, let's look at the hard data. Let's see what the experts, what the AI is, technology is telling me about the market. Now, the AI technology that we're using, basically, there's a forward-looking prediction when it comes to vacancies, rent growth, concessions, bad debt, all those things that can make or break a deal. And there's a forward-looking, basically, assumptions of how the market is going to behave based on, obviously, you know, the past performance, but also based on the unemployment, based on the current market behavior during COVID and, you know, other kind of data points that they're collecting to create these assumptions. Now, what's special about the AI technology that we are using is that there are three layers of predictions. One is at the market level. For instance, Florida market is going to behave in a certain way. There's going to be probably X percent in vacancies and collections are going to be Y percent. Concessions are going to be maybe 2% or 1%. So we get it at the market level. And that really helps us focus on which markets are good markets to invest in today, because this can change basically every quarter, every year, every couple of years. So we don't stuck only on a certain market, but we're looking at what's happening and where the markets are going. So this is where AI is really helpful for us to choose which markets to focus on. But the most important and interesting part of this AI technology is that it helps us analyze future property performance because it has information at the property level. So they're looking at the property on each property, each multifamily property that we're looking at 
and they're predicting in the next several years how this property is going to perform based on the property's past performance and the market's past performance and the market's prediction and the submarket's prediction. So basically, when we're looking at a deal, for instance, when we're analyzing a deal, we need to make a decision about the rent growth every year. So we're looking at that technology. We don't just plug in 3% or 1%. And I'm not even talking about how not conservative it is, how you know irresponsible it is to assume high rent growth during COVID. We're looking at the AI technology and they tell us in that property, the technology predicts that in the next year, two years, three years, this is how much the rent is going to grow on a quarterly and a yearly basis. And this is what we're using in our analysis. Sometimes the AI technology is going to show us 5%, 4%, zero, maybe negative. And that's basically what we follow. Now, I have to admit that even though it's AI and I trust it completely, when I see numbers like 5% rent growth, I'm still going to use a lower number, maybe three, maybe two and a half, just to be on the safe side. But I'm never going to assume a higher rent growth than what the technology is predicting. So that's a great way of basically looking at a third-party, very robust system and make decisions when it comes to the underwriting that have a tremendous impact on returns. Now, we're also looking at another technology that it's also AI and machine learning technology, and it's intended to maintain high occupancy at the property once you hold it, because that technology is analyzing how likely is every tenant to leave once the lease expires. So some things they look at, for instance, is whether the tenant was bouncing around between properties before they came to our property. So they're more likely to bounce and go to another property and which tenants are sticky tenants, meaning they like to stay in a place for years and years. And based on that information, you can make the decision how much to raise their rents when you renew their leases. Maybe as a sponsor, you want to give them a good deal if you know they're more likely to bounce. And if they're sticky, you can perhaps offer a renewal that is a bit higher. So you can play around with this data and the technology can also recommend a price per renewal. What is the renewal rate for that specific tenant based on what the AI technology knows about this tenant? And that can help maintain high NOI and net operating income because it maintains higher occupancy. So that's another way, and that's a different technology than Axiometrics. It's a whole another technology that we're looking into right now. And so these are the main, you know, three ways of how at Bullet Capital we're using artificial intelligence to make decisions when it comes to investing, to make our underwriting a lot more accurate by looking at AI technology and implementing it when it comes to assumptions in the model. So it can help us to make better assumptions to predict the future performance of a deal we're looking at, make it a lot more refined and a lot stronger. We're also using it to decide which markets we want to focus on based on which markets are going to continue to perform and be strong, especially now during COVID. 
And the third part is looking into a technology that can help give you the prediction of which tenant is going to leave and which tenant is going to renew the lease and make an informed decision based on that information when it comes to presenting them the new lease when it's time to renew. So that's it for today. I hope that it gave you a little bit more information about how we underwrite and how, you know, there's basically a better way to use technology to make assumptions. There's so many variables when it comes to underwriting, when it comes to predicting and projecting future performance of a property. So looking at hard data, looking at technology that basically looks into all the different factors on a national level, the market level, submarket level, and property level. This, in my opinion, is the way to go. So you don't use just numbers that you, you feel good with or the numbers that you need to put in the platform you, you use to underwrite deals to make the deal work. When you take the emotion and what you're used to kind of rule of thumbs out of the equation and you add hard data, you're much more likely to look at a deal and really understand if this is a good deal or not. And I think this is the more conservative way to underwrite deals. And this is basically, you know, what we do. So that's it, guys. Be bold, be great. Keep pushing forward. And I'll see you on the next episode. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.